Welcome to We Geek Podcast. Today is August 11th, 2022. My name is Adam, and as always, joined by my good friend Logan. Hello. Dude, how have you been? It's been a minute. It's It, it has. It has. I'm, I got sick. Uh, it, yeah, I, I heard. That's never Apologies. fun. That's never yeah. fun. Nope, nope, nope. Definitely. I got, I, yeah, it was out for a little bit, but also I moved as well, so. Yeah, you've been busy. A, you've had, you've had like a, a shit ton going on. Yes. Unfortunately, it all happened at the same time. Uh, so shout out to my brothers and everyone that helped move, but yeah, it was not ideal. Um, but new space, so this episode's going to sound on my end pretty bad, uh, so right now, you can probably tell I'm in a very open room. Uh, hopefully, by the next episode, I'll fix that. <laughs> so I'll be in a different room when I record it. So apologies for this one. Um, but yeah, dude, what? Do you, what? Do you, so what have you been up to? What have we? What, what's What's going on in your life? Have, what have you been doing for fun? Um, I have my my day uh, consists. My, my day is basically in in very discernible sections. You know, you know, wake up, uh, take care of my mom, get her settled, go to work come back uh take care of my mom see how she's doing make sure everything's good cook dinner uh do that finish up taking care of her and then watch an episode of critical role and then go to bed like that's my day <laughs> pretty much oh. okay i am i am 60 60 some episodes deep I think. Oh, wow. I've, I'm telling you, man, I've been like, and even on my days off, cause I do DoorDash on my days off. Mm-hmm. Um, usually and like, I'll take a look at the weather and if it's pouring the rain, even though you get the little things of like, you can make, you know, t- we pay you two extra dollars base pay right now, which does add up if you take a decent amount of deliveries. Um, yeah. I, I'll look outside and just be like, nah, nah, I can't see my car and I park in front of the building. No, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. But when I do, when I'm doing that, you know, I mean, that's two hours. And I play, I do everything at uh, one, like just short of one and a quarter speed. It's like 1.2. That extra, like, you know, 5% difference actually makes it worse. And I don't know how, like, it's such a tiny difference. It shouldn't make any difference, but Mm. it does. So I go through them a little bit quicker than usual. But, you know, I mean, it takes something that's four hours and it makes it, you know, like three and a half or something. But Mm -hmm. then... So I'm, I'm chugging along, but man, I have done nothing else. Um, you know, I've, I've been playing like some, I've been just kind of grinding in some games to, to see about, you know, picking up trophies or whatever. I haven't played anything new. I haven't watched anything new. I haven't caught up on anything like that's, that's been my entire thing. I'm so far down this rabbit hole. There is no way out except through. Like there's no, <laughs> it's, oh jeez, I'm I'm committed to this until I am done. Um, yeah, I will. I I need to make time at some point for Miss Marvel because I did watch the first episode way way on back and really liked it, but I have not touched it since. Um, just because I got stuck in this, uh, I know that I know Sandman came out. And I, there's a big spoiler in that show we gotta talk about. I I I've I've heard there's a big thing that's happened and somehow I've missed it. I've, yeah. I've managed to stay away from it, um, but I know before I get into anything more, anything more Marvel coming out, I know that that's that's that I have to I have to watch that, um, especially because yeah. She-Hulk comes out next week. Next week, and yeah. I'm, it's like I'm I'm stoked for that. I'm really excited mm-hmm. about that. Um, but I will I will I will figure that out one day. Probably not 
but <laughs> yeah, I am man. I'm I'm way too far down this this rabbit hole. Like there's the only way out is through. That's yeah. it. That's all I got. <laughs> okay, so I guess I've kind of done the opposite. I've watched a ton of things. Um, I don't even know where to start. I, I forgot what last time we spoke, but uh, I watched the um, the leftovers. I don't know if I talked about that last. Yeah, time. Yeah, we talked a li- talked a little bit okay. about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw that. Also watched um, a couple of seasons of uh, For All Mankind, which is on Apple Plus. Um, it's a show. Basically, the the premise is, what if the Soviets get to the moon first? Uh, which almost happened. Like the their 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 cosmonaut got injured, and it kind of derailed them. And of course, we landed on the moon first. And the show is basically like, yeah, what if they landed on the moon first? So it's kind of like we hit the space race way more intensely because we're on our heels, right? Sure. And it's just an alternate story, and it kind of goes through the generations. Like it jumps in time through the seasons, uh, and it gets it goes to wild places. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's really good. Nice. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, some of the other things I've seen – uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once was really good. Probably the best movie I've seen all year. I don't know if you've heard of it or seen I'd, it. I've I've heard the buzz of it and everything, and I I that is also on my list of like I know I need to check this out at some point. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's one of those A twenty four films. Um, it's kind of weird. It's the same people who did that one uh, with uh, Elijah Wood. What was the one where he was like a dead body or something? He was like a corpse. And they wrote it around. No, 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 no. You did the thing that everybody does. That was Daniel Radcliffe, not Elijah Wood. Oh yeah, Daniel Radcliffe. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, but yeah, I um, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's so like it's those guys. Swiss Swiss Army knife or Swiss Army body or whatever it was. Yes. Swiss Army something. I feel like. So it's got a little bit of that in it, and that's kind of the stuff that I'm. Uh, it, like I I really liked the movies. Probably the best movie I've seen on year. But if I were to edit it. I would edit some of those things out because there are some things where you're just like, Scott, it just goes a little too far into the goofy. Fair. Um, but I think that's kind of the point of the movie. Uh, and it, Well, that's not the point of the movie, but the, I like the message of the movie. The message of the movie is really good. And uh, it's, you, you know, I walked away from that movie going, I've never seen anything like that. And there you go. So, then. yeah, if you're looking for a movie experience where you see something new, something different, uh, there you go. Yeah, well, I mean, it's A24. You're always going to get something new and different, at least. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's, it's interesting. This was the first A24 film that I've seen where people walked out of, and the buzz was always like, no, this was actually really good, and more people should see this. Yes. Most most A24 films are like, yeah, this was really good, but boy, you've like you've got to be a fan of these kind of movies to to watch them. I um, think most people under the age of like 60 that are not like, you know, cuz there's some barriers, right? Like like for example, me and you, we can sit through something and we can have something we can have the words on the screen and we're perfectly fine, everything being translated. But for some reason some people can't do that. Some can't nope, some people can't with subtitles right. even if they're if, even if it's a, like a necessary part of the movie. Oh yeah. Exactly. And this is heavily subtitled because, you know, it's a Chinese American family. So when they're speaking to each other, they're speaking in Chinese. They do speak English when they're speaking to customers and other people. Sure, and, but why know, why would they when they don't need to? 
Like that's right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's that. I'll, that brings me to Prey, which I'll talk about in just a second. Which yeah, I also that, saw. That's another one on my list. It actually looks pretty good. Is that? Yes. Oh, how much of that is any of that in English? It's all in English. Okay. Oh, that's, I thought that's maybe that's where we were going with that. It's it's kind of well, yeah. I'll talk about that in just a second, but. Basically, um, anyway, go see it. It's really good if you're of open mind. I mean, if anyone that's watched anime or anything like that, the only people that I, I see not enjoying it are people that have to be on their phone uh, the whole time. They can't watch a movie that has subtitles for more than 10 minutes. Yeah, boo. Um, yeah, yeah, so like if you're a normal person and you're okay with that uh, and you don't let that stop you, you're going to have a great time. Because like I said, there's a moment in the film where something's happening and I'm just like – this is such an intense moment, and I've never seen anything like it. It's really good. Fair, it's, yeah. But it's really weird. It's really cool. It's you know, and it, I think this is the one that's definitely breaking through to the mainstream more than pretty much anything else. I think the biggest thing twenty four, a twenty four has ever done is um, Euphoria. That has the biggest impact, I think, for most. Um, for the casual viewer, right? I did not know that Euphoria was an A twenty four production. I think I oh, think I yeah. did. I know the way this is funny. As soon as I say that, I did, but I don't think it registered until you said that. I don't think I ever right. actually put that together. Yes, because it's they do it in such a way that it's it's not too weird. But like when you watch it, you're just like, it's so intense. Yeah, you're, it's so different from what you see, but you know anything else on television. But it's not so far gone. Um, but yeah, anyway. Uh, Everywhere, you know, everything, everywhere, all at once. Absolutely, and it's and it ruined Doctor Strange for me, unfortunately, in the Multiverse of Madness, because the whole, the whole time I'm like, why couldn't we get an ounce of this in that movie? Sure. Like just, and and I know it's, you can't really compare them, but like, unfortunately, I saw them really close to each other, and it just. Well, but I mean, that's the thing. If you watch two movies that had, I'd, it's it's you know, it's Armageddon, Deep Impact, all over again. It's like yeah. If, oh yeah. If if you have two of these, if you have two movies that come along and do similar things, or sometimes almost exactly the same thing, mm-hmm. one of them is going to stick out more than the other. You know, and sometimes yeah. that's different. Sometimes it's not. But mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. It, it, it's it, it, it is what it is. Right, and it's understandable. Disney obviously can't, you know do anything that experimental um uh but you know hey that's you know we live in like the golden age of 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 content right now where like you can get your disney fix you can get your school weird new stuff like a24 yeah so highly recommend it go see it another uh interesting movie before i get to pray that i saw was the unbearable massive uh, the unbearable weight Wait, of massive, massive talent. talent oh the nicholas cage turned up to 11 movie yes i um, ag- again on my list that looked i remember seeing the first trailer for that and was like this is perfect oh yeah it's nicholas cage it's pedro pascal and it is amazing he uh he yeah yeah if you like nicholas cage this is Every, every Nicolas Cage meme you've ever thought of is in this movie. Anything that you have – like this is a love letter to himself. Uh, it's, well, I, I mean that was the whole point of the movie when they when yeah. they wrote it. The, the, the writers talked about like, no, no, this is, this is specifically to say like, hey, look, the memes are big, but there's also a hint of actual comedy to be gleaned from that. And they basically made a movie about it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And it's – this is one of those like – this is not something that's like my movie of the year or anything close to that. It's I think for most people it will just be enjoyable. Well, but I got a, I got a real kick of like from the at the 
at the beginning of the movie, you know, and this isn't spoiling anything, he's kind of in a down place, and it kind of feels like, you know, he he is kind of a meme, and and it feels kind of sad when you see some of those things happen. But by the, towards the end of the movie or the the third act, when those things happen, you're just you're like fuck yes, this is Nicolas Cage. Yeah, and and it's it's interesting how the the way they write it, uh, the make the way they make you feel about those things from the beginning to the end. And and like I said, towards the end of it, you're just like you're on board, you're ready to go, you're. You're you're saying the quotes, you're doing the things, and it's really it's really fun. Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was the entire point of when they wrote that it was just like, no, no. There's there is legitimate things that that can yeah. be done here. Let's let's do it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So it's really good. It's on Amazon. Of course, you can rent it. Um, I'm waiting for the Jurassic World. Uh, to be rentable out here, it's not good, but I still want to see it. Um, I I enjoy it for the. It's good for the nostalgia. If yeah. you're looking at it, don't don't come into it for a movie. Come into it for the Jurassic experience. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Gr- it's it's really great for nostalgia and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And it has a lot of heart. And in that aspect, it is good. It is enjoyable. Yeah. Um, from a movie standpoint, it's not because really, by the time it gets to the end, you realize they haven't actually accomplished anything. Well, I heard they added an extra half hour to it or something. 16 minutes, I think. Oh, oh okay. Um, which is really just kind of like an alternate ending and some more din- – or alternate opening and some more dinosaurs. They, it doesn't really gotcha. change a lot. Gotcha. Um, this isn't the Snyder Cut. No, 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 no. Gotcha. No. It's, it's, it's some extra little bits of stuff, but it's not anything uh, drastic or dramatic or anything. But okay. I Like, I enjoyed it. I, yeah. I did, and it's – it was – you know, it, it definitely kind of needs to be the end of this because there's nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of addressed in the movie a little bit um, because oh. they, you know, the end of the the one before this was about how, OK, dinosaurs are now out in the world. What happens now? Well, Universal has talked about they're doing a new they're doing more movies, but this is the last of the uh, the Chris Pratt uh, series. Basically. Yeah, it, it just need it just needs to stop. Yeah, entirely. Well, like let that's it... never gonna happen. That's like I saying, know. yeah. Universal has Fast and Furious, and they have uh, minions. They have the well. I mean, I'm just saying. Oh yeah, they have minions. But uh, Jurassic Park is their other biggest franchise, right? And I'm gonna I, I nah, I'm gonna tell you, man. I think what. minions. I think minions is bigger for them right now. You're right. You're right. Um, what 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 did the yeah, I mean, I don't even know the numbers. I know the big, the first min- one of these. Minions made big numbers. This the new one oh, okay. did anyway. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, well, that's cool. Um, first, I saw. And, well, but here's the here's the other thing though. From a, I'll never forget when I went to when I went to Universal. You know, however many years ago that was. Um, not long after the first Minions came out, I think might have been before maybe a little bit after like right around that time yeah everything in their store was minions yeah i mean good god they were everywhere i mean absolutely everywhere and then the movie either the movie came out around that time or right before or right after i can't remember but the the, worldwide the first minions movie made over a billion dollars 
Yeah. And then what did Minions Rise of Gru make here worldwide? Uh, uh, da, 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 da. 700, uh, I'm sorry, $762 million. Uh, Yeah, so three quarters of a billion dollars. On so, on these things that right. that don't I mean they're 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 banana tic tacs man, mm-hmm. and they've made two billion dollars in two movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, that it's, is insane. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's see how much did Dominion make. Uh one one point, I think. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah. Something so it's right like up there with the. It's like I mean, don't get me wrong. It's uh, it's it's definitely up there. But I think going forward, I think there's a little. There's more milk to be squeezed from Minions than than Jurassic oh, sure. right now. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. That's their yeah. Universal found their animated. They found their Shrek, and they're gonna milk that until it's done. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. Um, what else? Oh yeah, Prey. Prey was amazing. Um, I thought it was really good. The only my only negative thing about it was that it was you know it should have been in their native language uh it should not have been in english i think i think they did that just because of they thought you know they did the red the hunt for red october right where you know they're speak they're english actors speaking but they're russian characters right yeah or, i'm sorry um, but yeah i mean sean connery basically. was sean connery was russian for god's sake like that's right 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 no. <laughs> Or like, or like Chernobyl. Chernobyl is a really is an amazing series. Deserves whatever awards it got, but it, they're all English actors speaking English, uh, not you know Russian. Um, and there's and I think that's really more of a if you were going to do it that way, then the entire thing is going to be subtitled because they never would have spoken English. Oh yeah, and no, that's well, like that's going to dent your audience some. True. And I yeah. and there there's that trade off. Which do you which way do you go with it? You could go either way with it. I think with Chernobyl, it wouldn't have panned out because you want because the the old guard at yeah. HBO for all of their faults and foibles, understood. You know, there's there's only so much of that an audience can take. Um, the new guard at HBO seems to think that uh, there doesn't need to be an HBO, but that's for a later conversation. That's a slightly later conversation. Yeah. But yeah. something like I, I am a little kind of say, especially since Prey went to streaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, had it gone in theaters, I would have understood more. Um, I, I think it would have been a really interesting kind of experiment for Prey to have all been you know, subtitled. I think that would have been really fascinating. Well, well, the it, credit to them. This is the first film completely in Comanche that you can put for language settings. Oh, so you can choose to have excellent. You can choose to have it. It's them still speaking in English muted with the Comanche, but the same actors acting over it. So they've, they've, they've dubbed it in. They've in dubbed Comanche. it. Interesting. Yes. Okay. But and and, and and again, credits to Disney because Disney did not make this movie. Fox did. Yeah. They just they just they it was sitting on a slab when they got it, and so they decided to, to put it out instead of just you know write it off as a tax write off. Um. So you know, props to them for putting it out and you know how they did. So you know, it's again, amazing movie. So much fun. I love the concept. Um, the acting in it was superb. I think some of the actors, this was their first gig. Nice. Um, I know the main character, she's been in some other things, but she's definitely the star. She, 
people will look back as like they'll point to this movie as the first like this is her big break essentially I think. nice yeah oh yeah um just you know it's it's a predator movie it's if you're if you're wanting a good predator movie look like look for this this is a this was really fun um especially it's on hulu like you know if you have hulu if you don't i think it's like eight bucks get it it's great um uh and i don't want to say anything else because i don't really want to spoil it uh but it's a lot of fun the the language thing was the only thing that was interesting um or not interesting but that i i would have done differently yeah um and i'm sure there's other things i've watched or played but i pff, it's too much um warcraft of course uh tony hawk one and two i played a little bit of yeah i've been i've been going back through that pretty good yeah yeah that's been cool um but yeah no that's i'm sure there's things i'm missing but i'll, I'll, I'll think of them <laughs> Oh man, but let, yeah, what's where are we at? Because there, there's so much news. There's there's so much news. Um, there's I mean you where know do we start the I mean you know just kind of kicking down the line a little bit. Um, you know I mean this is this is how far back we got to go. Like I mean God of War got its big you know trailer and announcement for its release date and everything for November 9th. I did not um, watch it. I'm just ready to go. I'm ready to play it. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm down. Like let's yeah. let's do it. Um, what other, I'm trying to think of like, what other new, what other like quick news can we do? Um, oh, Skull and Bones got announced for November 8th, which I think was interesting. Um, okay. and the fact that that announcement is why I'm going back through and playing, uh, Black Flag since okay. it's out on PlayStation premium. I'm going back through that and I was like, oh, I'm actually kind of really excited about this now. Nice. Um, there was a lot of Pokemon. There was some Pokemon news for the new There game. was, we, we had some Pokemon news. Um, yeah. there was the, um. Uh, they showed off the what is it the Terra Terrastral, Palda Paldia, yeah Paldia region Pal yeah Paldia region yeah. is the new region P A L D E A you Paldea, know I yeah I think it's Paldia I think it's Paldia <laughs> Paldia I, I, yeah. honestly I really do <laughs> I'm terrible um, <laughs> but they you know we they 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 talked about that they showed that mm -hmm. one of the three there's basically going to be like three storylines or like three yeah. campaigns essentially that you have to play through one of them is the gyms so that won't be like the main focus but one of the th like three different kinds of narratives mm -hmm. which i think is kind of neat like i'm all for something interesting um definitely <laughs> looking forward to it yeah um, oh yeah and it's been the real fun way to answer the phone you know you know talking about uh any any uh pokemon scarlet and violet pre-order gets you a flying pikachu there you go. Because that's just such a thing that throws people a left curve. You know? They're just like, oh, wait, a, it's... A, a what? That's funny, though. Flying Pikachu's been around since the beginning, though, right? Like, I remember that on the, the Game Boy Yellow. And or the uh, Pokemon Yellow. He couldn't fly. Oh, well, there was this. Yeah, there was the surfing they introduced first. Well, I mean, yeah, but... And then there was the one with the balloons. Yeah, but I don't... I mean, that's... He I was a... that's been around forever. The balloon one was a card. Right, right. That's okay. He I'm did, sorry. There, That's right. I, I'll say this. I don't think there's ever been in. Has there ever officially been in in a game like an actual like in an actual sanctioned flying Pikachu, like a Pikachu oh, yeah, that absolutely. could actually use fly? Has oh, there? Oh yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Let me let me. Well, I mean, I mean, it's definitely Pokemon Go. But hold on, let me check. Uh, flying Pikachu is is a Pikachu balloons. 
blah, blah, blah. Uh, the flying Pikachu can be seen in the opening of Pokemon Yellow. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, he has the balloons, but I mean, that's... But I, the I don't... flying Pikachu can be found in the Pokemon Yellow Forest. Yeah, no, he was in the Yellow game. The flying Pikachu was given out through an event distribution. Yes, no, I remember all of this. So Pokemon Yellow is the answer. <laughs> Yeah, it was given out through through it through an event. I'm not probably GameStop or whatever it was back then. I remember doing this. I remember going to Target or some store to get it. But yeah, if you're not like in, if you're not like in the Pokemon, you know, if you're not collecting all the cards and doing all the stuff, it probably would you know you probably would just see it and be like, well, that's odd. But yeah. Okay. I'm just I. Hmm. I mean, I'm gonna have to come back. I'm gonna have to come back to this because I'm talking. I'm not talking about like a Pikachu that that may be able to float along or what the hell ever. Like yeah, I've no, seen because I've seen the Pikachu with balloons before, but I mean like an actual like can the can a Pikachu use fly is what I'm saying. And I that's yeah that would, yeah. So it's it's let me see let me see if I can because I remember that. I remember surfing Pikachu. I remember that. Yes, that was one of them. Yeah. Flying was the other. Um, okay, Flying Pikachu in the games. Yeah. Flying Pikachu can be seen, can be found, was given out, but was he actually? Oh, yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. 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 It was. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of like you know, like, it, like recently, a lot of the events are like, come to our store and you get like an old Pokemon or you get like an old legendary. It was basically the same thing, but it was like a brand new like. You 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 got that. Or they even did this with like you would get a Mew or something like that. Um, but this was flying Pikachu. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I see it. I mm-hmm. got it. Interesting. Very interesting. It doesn't yeah. tell me like what game. Like it tells me like can be seen in the opening of Pokemon Yellow. Uh, can be found in the Yellow Forest, which was in. Uh, oh no, but it's Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, let's see. Okay. It was Oh, okay, it was Pokemon Silver and Gold. You're right. Yeah, but it was it was uh I think it was Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Yeah, I yes. think it wasn't okay. until the the remasters. Ah, that's what it was then. So. So, yeah. So, yes, but no, but yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, all right, fair enough. I that that lets you know how in touch I've been with with the games. But <laughs> Yeah. But it's, dude, it's, I can't wait. My friends who barely really play Pokemon, they're excited. Uh, Because the fact that we can all play together is pretty fun. And I think this one's going to be, like, play at your own pace. Go where you want to go. Yes, it's very, it's very open world looking. It's very, Mm -hmm. like, you're not, you're not in a time crunch to go directly from one to the other. Like, you can kind of Skyrim it and just sort of go as you want to go. And I'm oh. down for that. I'm, I'm absolutely here for it. I think that'll be really interesting. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, but no, I'm I'm ex- I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm which 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 one? If, if I, I'm assuming you'll probably wind up with a double pack. But if probably you got double pack, yeah, yeah. But if if you've got to pick one or the other, violet or scarlet. Um, I'm doing scarlet is the one I'm going to be playing through first. That's going to be the one I want to do. Um. Even though I'm not a fan of the legendary, like I don't like the tire neck 
Especially that it doesn't even need it. I saw the video and he's like hopping around. It's man, the fact that the thing that's that's what's really interesting is like if you're able to do that with the legendaries and they're showing that off in the trailers, mm-hmm. you must get them fairly early. Yes, yeah, that threw me off. Um, but that does seem like what the deal is, is that you get them early. Yeah. So but which is different, it, which it's is very yeah. different. Which tells me that that's probably not their final form, or there's more legendaries in the game. I, I have a feeling that like there's a, there's going to be a difference between like legendaries and mythical here. It's going to be the difference yeah. between like the it, it, how we had the how we had the birds and Mewtwo back in mm-hmm. the day. I think this is kind of going to be like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That like this is this is not the the big the big. I don't think we've seen the the actual like legendary Pokemon. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know how I feel about vehicle Pokemon. I'm, I am okay with that. I mean, there's always been, I mean, you know, it's, it's just the difference between, you know, like being able to ride a Rapidash or something, you know, we were but like, are we going to get a truck? Are we going to get a train Pokemon? In here, we've, we've had ice cream in a pile of garbage. I like, know. Why the hell those not? are fun. Those are fun, but they're not like, mechanical if that makes sense I don't have know. you not have you not man i can go back to gen one and argue that man voltorb, uh, voltorb you know, that's, uh, true, that's true magnemite magneton like i mean they're that's true i just we've, no. we've had metal i know we've had steel pokemon which is kind of different and i get what you're saying but i mean porygon porygon in the first gen was a computer generated completely synthetic pokemon right 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 like he was a porygon was man-made quite literally yeah um you know, so, I, I, mean, I guess I'm just I'm not I wasn't thrilled with the designs of the uh, that's fair legendaries that's fair uh, but we'll see that maybe maybe they'll transform that's what I'm thinking is that that's probably not what they'll finally look like um, or we'll get more uh, but we'll see yeah it's interesting that that these are the ones on the cover because it's been it's been a hot minute since we've had not legendaries on the cover yeah. Um, and if and if you look at the map, the new land that they showed, it almost looks like an island, but it's a peninsula. Is it? Because there's like clouds covering a massive part of land on the top right hand corner. So I'm thinking whenever they announce the DLC, they'll be like, oh, hey, here's the other side of this massive island thing. Yeah. But, um... There is the Paldea region. I'm just trying to find the map. Yeah. yeah I'd, oh yeah, yeah. Look at the yeah. artwork. Yeah, definitely up in the northeast there. Those yeah, are definitely that definitely connects for sure. Yeah. yeah. There's a whole big ass storm in the middle of that crater there. It's mm-hmm. an interesting map, and I like it. I'm, I I also what I'm not a fan of is the crystal thingies. The the the, the new um the terra the thing that's that's basically taking the place of like Gigantamax Pokemon. Yeah. The the uh, terrasizing or something. Terrastral, I think is what it's called. Um, yeah, that's how we get the that's how we get the flying Pikachu. That's its terror. That's its Terra type. T E. I hate that T E R A. That's its Terra type is flying. Um, to me, it, it looks like like cheap knickknacks. And, and I'm sure the purpose of this is a, they can sell crystallized. Oh, more merchandise. Oh, can you imagine the ornaments, oh, man? These are Christmas tree ornaments. That, oh yeah, that's that's exactly what this is. And I was just like, I don't, I don't it just. I don't like the aesthetic, um, but I am curious. Like, are we gonna get a flying uh, Eevee? Or you know, what they can do with that should be fun. Are we gonna get a ghost Eevee in this one? Like, I I'm, I think I'm at the point with Pokemon where I don't want to hear any more news. I don't want to see anymore, and I just want to be surprised when I go into this one. 
because those, those those are some of the things that'd be like, oh, sh- wait, this one has a ghost Eevee. Yeah, this one's as a you know, I I, I kind of want to wait um, and not see anymore. Yeah. basically. It's don't don't tell me anymore. Just let me. And I mean, it's three months. We've got some right. time. Um, and I still think there's another pre-order bonus to be to be released yet. Oh, that'd be cool. I I have no I have no basis for fact of any of this. It just seems like the 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 Terra type flying Pikachu as a mystery gift for pre-ordering seems a little lax you know at really? least that's all they've usually done is like one thing really nah for the at least not for the double but for the double pack there's usually something physical even if it's just something oh, small really? like a like a little pin or 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 something like that mm, there's gotcha. usually a little physical something um probably yeah. i said probably not for anything but the double pack but there's mm-hmm. there's always a little something at least so yeah we'll see we'll see but cool. uh I know other I like checking out like overseas stuff and like I think in Japan there's like a dishware set or something <laughs> that comes with it. They they do like they go hard on on pre-order stuff. You know, yeah. when when they want to do like collector stuff or pre-order bonuses, it's usable stuff. We, mm. we over here in the US, we have genuinely become shit with pre-order bonuses right. and like special editions and all that crap because most of it is digital anymore. Yeah, and I am staring directly at NBA Two K Twenty Three for this because every damn bit of it, except for one, is useless digital crap. The only thing about it that's any good, if you get any of the like championship or the Jordan editions or anything like that, it comes with a year of NBA League Pass, mm. which is decent value packed in there. Considering, I just got the Mario Kart pack. Yeah, see, and I mean, but I mean, that's DLC. Yeah. That's fine. That's yeah, yeah. entirely I'm excited. Different. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, That's... oh, these are new levels. You know, my friend yeah. played it the other day. They're, they're old levels. They're old new levels. They're new old levels. Oh, okay. Yeah. And some of them are oh. new. There's, a, there's usually like one or two that's new, but most yeah. of them are, are redesigned old levels. Uh, and I think it's pretty neat. But that's DLC. That's different. Right, 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 you right, know, right. If you, if you pre order God of War, you know, you get some physical stuff, and that's kind of cool. See, but, I can't tell you the last time I wa- I like physically or pre-ordered a game, so I don't even know. Like, I, and I mean that's the thing; they're not really. It's not really worth it. If I you think got Charter, like I got the statue fair. with it. Yeah, and I mean that's fair. But I mean, even if the the big the, the collector's editions of games don't even come with the games anymore, they come with a digital that's... code for the games. Oh, well, see, I, well, if that doesn't bother me, I would like that. Actually, nice. That bothers the hell out of me. See, like, that's if, perfect for if, me. Because if, like... nah, if you're going to sell me something that has like a, a an actual physical soundtrack and a statue and a steelbook, you better give me a damn game to put in the steelbook. Yeah, I'm fine like, with the digital game because like I've had physical and then it breaks and then there goes my copy. Oh, well. And then, you know, they pull it off the store and restrict your, your – uh, your usage of it, and suddenly you can't play PT anymore. You know, yeah, those yeah. are you can't take a. You, you I didn't know, pay for that, so I, uh, I get that. I know, but there are games where they can do that, or they, you know, they shut down whatever's housing it, and suddenly pff, you're screwed. There's nothing else the you edge. can do. With it. <laughs> I know, I know, I, I, I do. I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I'm not advocating all digital. I no. know, I'm. There's no, I'm, but I'm I get, I get what you're saying. Is like <laughs> if, if it corrupts or something, redownload yeah. it. Um, I, I wish there, I wish there was a way, and I know they can't do it. Is that if you buy physical, you get some key to be able to play that digitally, forever. I know they can't do that. 
I just wish that we could somehow get to that point where if you physically buy the the thing, there's a way that you can play that moving forward on any of the new any of those consoles that you like. Let's say you get the. Here's an interesting thought. With with Nintendo Switch games, have you ever noticed that you can if you if you if you have a Nintendo Switch cartridge, if you have one of the little the one of the little cartridges, um, you can go in through the menu and they have a you can redeem that purchase for points. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, most people don't know this, and it's not like I said, it's not much, but it, you redeem it, you get like twenty you know gold Nintendo coins or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah, for their for like... their rewards thing. But here's the thing, you can only do it once. Because I've had games come through through Gamefly, and mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder if just for grins, like, I'll check this and see, like, oh, nope, these have already been redeemed. You yeah. could do that per disc. There are ways that you could say, okay, the first time this gets redeemed, it's, you know, it's marked into the disc, it's, it's built into the code per disc, whatever, into the software. This is the first time this disc has been played and it's being redeemed, it's done. Yeah. You can yeah. do that. You absolutely can. That's what they should do. See, that, that to me would be perfect. I think that's I, – I don't think that's a bad idea. I like that idea. Now, you could say, you know what? Fine. You bought this. You got it. It's yours. Even if they charge a little extra, even if they give like 10 bucks more. They already charge get, 10 bucks more. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like that would be – I wouldn't mind. I would yeah. be like, okay, that's an incentive that I can own it. You know. And I think – I mean it's just straight up what they do with movies, right? Like you get a code and you get the game or you get the movie. You get the code and you can put it in digitally. Um, I think what they're afraid of is that someone's going to buy the game and then give their friend the code and they're not going to make it. It's so stupid. Uh, then who cares? It yeah, takes exactly. what, what was it? Like it takes two and uh, a way out – already showed that like if you buy if you buy this game you have and you have a copy to to give to a friend like Mm -hmm. a a way out was was something everybody thought was like this giant experiment that's gonna fail because it was like if you buy it you can then give a copy to a friend because it it, and you both can play it and it Um, worked yeah it worked it was not a gigantic flop it's people who are who are Cowards who just want to make money and don't care about their consumers and run, you know, ninety-five percent of corporate businesses. Mm-hmm. But it just it makes me crazy because you know, okay, fine. So you you know you you lose another copy. I, I don't see, you know, I, uh, it makes me crazy. It yeah. just makes me crazy because people are still buying physical games. They're going to keep buying physical games if if I mean they do this anyway. The pre-owned market is a thing. Yeah. You have – if I had a physical copy of any of the tremendously large library of games that is available for PlayStation Plus subscribers, whether it's through their premium or it's through just their monthly giveaway stuff. Oh, I have a digital copy of this game now, and it cost me absolutely nothing. I'm going to give the physical copy to a friend of mine. Mm. You know, there's no – it's already out there. Right. It's already a tremendously widespread opportunity of a thing. These companies aren't going to make any profit back on that. There's no point to not get ahead of it already. Right. No, you're right. But, but, yeah, absolutely. You know, that's that's why I don't work in corporate. I'd be banging my head against every wall. I'd, I would get fired so much because the number of times I would sit in these meetings and go, y'all are just fucking dumb. Right. Like it would happen in all of them. Like you can't talk to us like that. I'd Somebody has to. Y'all are fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah. So true. So true, dude. Yeah. 
I didn't want to come to this NFT bullshit meeting anyway. It's fucking dumb. But Yeah. Right. Uh, oh my god. What do you mean we're gonna have entire games and stolen artwork on our platform? <laughs> right. I fucking hate NFTs. Can't stand it. Yeah. Did you did you oh, here's one that went out in a press release. Uh AMC Theaters is is doing a new NFT token and it's going to be under Oh no! You're gonna have to give me a minute because I have to pull this up to read. I wonder. I wonder how much my Spider-Man one costs right now. Probably nothing. <laughs> um, no, you're absolutely right. But there was. Oh, hang on. I have to. You gonna have to give me because I have to find this because it is the most. Like, oh my God! You're you're kidding me that they actually did this. Like, it's the most cringy, lean into, ever. Uh, second quarter result. Okay. Um. There's, okay, announced August 4th, a special dividend of the new, and pay attention to this, of the new AMC Preferred Equity Unit. <laughs> um, and now, I will admit, I do not know exactly what an equity unit is supposed to be, but I do know that AMC, Preferred, and Equity are capitalized. Uh, okay. The issuance of this dividend is not currently dilutive. I don't really, I honestly, I don't know what that means. Um, as at least for now, AMC preferred equity units will all go and only go to current shareholders uh, as of the dividend payment data, et cetera, et cetera. The AMC preferred equity units will be traded on the New York Stock Exchange under the symbol APE. Oh, Abe, gotcha. Well, isn't it a share? Like, isn't that what a... I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what they're saying. Yeah. That you now have an NFT token to for a share, and it's traded mm-hmm. under the symbol Ape. Yeah, they they're, they're re- leaning into. The they meme. really went ahead and fucking leaned like head. They didn't lean; they dove. Like this is just diving headfirst into the meme. Yeah, um, and it's just it's oh, it hurts. It hurts Jeez. a lot. I yeah. just it's I cannot believe I mean I can I was going to say I can't believe they would do this I can I can mm-hmm. believe that any company out there is is willing to lean that hard into this crap see, it's just they're so they're not quick they're not like I feel like they when all that happened with them all they got they all got together and they thought they were going to do is they put the motion and then like immediately Everyone that would be interested in that pushed back against it. Yeah, especially in like for the the video game side of things, like mostly a younger audience, they are light speeds ahead of any of these these old ass fucking people making the decisions. They've already immediately were like, no, we don't want any part of that. We're yeah, gonna kill anything to do with that. Uh, you know. Uh, and so I, I don't see what this it, it was and, and these kind of things are almost sort of interesting the first time and then the, the rest it doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when I went and saw Spider-Man and I got that thing, I was like, oh, that's cool. I guess this is the first AMC one. I couldn't tell you what website to go look at it. I couldn't tell you anything else about it because it's meaningless. It's stupid. Yeah. Um, and so I don't. I, that's not going to drive anything. Uh, oh God! Don't try to don't try to tell any of these boards of directors that. No, 
The only thing that's going to ever drive people to the movie theater is a good experience. That's it. Yeah. Uh, less people, you know, or an easier way to get through the lines, better seats, better sound, um, great qualities, you know, picture, uh, and just an enjoyable time. That That's literally it. That's the only thing that's going to get someone to get up off their ass and go see a movie. And a good movie, of course, right? Yeah. Um, one worth, you know, to some people, a lot of these movies aren't worth seeing in the theater because they have their own home theater. But there's still a lot of people that want to get their kids and whatnot together and go actually see it in the theater. Or the people that are really into film and they're just – they want to go see it in that experience. And that's going to drive people there. These NFTs aren't going to do shit. No. Then that's – you know they're <laughs> yeah. putting all their money into this. AMC bought a fucking gold mine. Literally yeah. purchased stake in a gold mine which blew my hair back. And how the hell did I miss when that was announced? Because, oh my god, I would have had a – field day without a run through the street naked wearing just that as a sandwich board right and then you have to imagine the people working there looking at their paycheck going we bought a fucking gold mine and i can't get a i can't get a a raise i i was one of those yeah i was one of those for a very long time and i got to see like oh my god they're putting all of this money and effort into stuff that does not fucking matter well it's at all I, i think it's a desperate attempt because they, I, they know they're in a dying business. I don't think it's dying. I shouldn't say that, but they're in a business that's not nearly as profitable for all the for all the right. billions of dollars. Let's, which is why, as much as we talk box office, because it's what everybody looks at. It's how the studios base everything. What needs to be announced more is tickets sold. Well, you know, real quick. The prime example of showing how out of date these people are, go look at Discovery. Yes, go, man, go, look, go listen to their 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 what was Jeez. that the the holders call that they had? Yeah, it was it was just like oh my god, you guys you guys don't know shit. That 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 what was it that HBO is lean in male viewing, and, and what was the other one? And and Discovery is lean back female uh, centric view like what the fuck because i i'm sorry because, because on h the which is a which is a a H- pg H- way of saying on hbo we have tits on hgtv we have home makeovers and, it's, and it, but it's such so bullshit the it biggest is. show on hbo right now is is what euphoria a, a, a completely female uh, cast female yeah. driven everything in that show yeah and, and and most people that watch that show, most people I talk to that that watch that show are not male, they're female, one thousand percent. All all of my friends, the the girls, they're they're the ones watching that shit. So so to come out and be like, well, this is this is male. Di- it's such, it just shows how completely out of date these people are. Yeah, and that's they why don't they know their audience. They don't know what people want. No, not in the slightest, and it's why they canceled the Batgirl movie, which was damn near finished post production. Like that movie was almost entirely complete. Yeah, it's like, it's kind of like when you're a kid, and you think like, well, parents got it all figured out. When you grow up, you're like, oh, they don't know shit. Yeah, they're just fucking winging it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and that's exactly what that's exactly what these companies are doing. They don't know shit. Uh, all they you don't, have, know. which which astonishes me. It genuinely astounds me that in the age of social media, when everybody is willing to tell you what they like and don't like, 
you are missing the mark this badly. And that's and it's so it's so wild to me because it's like look at for example Kevin Feige, he makes a lot of great decisions. Some of his decisions are not popular. He gets a lot of pushback. Marvel does, you know, they get ragged, they get dragged for a lot of stuff. But for the most part, they have someone in charge who understands what people want out of that property. And that's all it is. Yeah, I think, though, the fact that the Infinity Saga took 11 years and the Multiverse Saga is going to take four is going to put a big strain on a lot. I think we're going to... I think before the multi two years already and it's only going to be okay so it's going to be six years excuse me yeah yeah yeah. no it's going to be four phase four which started the multiverse saga 2020 right began with black widow in 2021 and ends with avengers secret wars in 2025 wait wait when was endgame no endgame wasn't the end of phase three far from home was the end of phase three and okay so so phase, I, I, phase four started with Black Widow in 2021. Right, but if you ask people, what, when did the Infinity Saga ended? And I, I get what you're saying. The Marvel thinks it's Spider-Man. No, no, no. Endgame was the when when Captain America and Iron Man and all and all of that happened. That to them was the end of the Infinity Saga. To I, most people, I don't think so because you still had so much of Iron Man present what? in Far From Home. I think it still made. I think I'd, I'd, I'll st- let me. I'll stipulate this: Far From Home could be like the bridge between three and four. I think if you asked a hundred people, a hundred random people, a hundred of those random people. If you ask them when did the Infinity Saga end, when did that phase end, they will tell you Endgame. Because that was the big climax of all of that storytelling. That was the book. That was the end. I think you know, the bookend was the, the Spider-Man. Just how the the bookend to that other phase was Ant-Man. It's, it, to, I, 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 and again, it's, it's whatever, but I, I strongly think that most people on this planet – think the end of the infinity saga was when thanos you know did his thing in endgame and that was it because what because because that because that's the point where i think most of people most people i talk to that that love marvel and they they haven't watched it since or they feel it's lost his way was there that 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 was the like oh it doesn't feel like that anymore like i'm waiting for the marvel movies to get back to that that they feel that we're in a holding phase. We're in a phase where, which we are, we're, we're, we're doing new things. We're getting new characters where they're experimenting a little bit with like, Hey, let's throw this character out there. That's not that, that popular and see if it sticks kind of thing. But I think that's where it stops. Okay. For most so people. I'll, okay. So we'll, I'll, I'll stipulate to that. That's fine. So the infinity saga runs from Iron Man in 08 to end game in 2019. And then mm-hmm. the multiverse saga, if you want to say it picks up at, at Far From Home, runs from 2019 to 2005, or 2025. Yeah, it runs, think about, think it about runs for quick, six what? years. It runs half as long. We've cut an entire, right. like, and I think that the fact that they're packing, like, don't get me wrong, I love that there's content. I'm I'm not going to say like oh my god there's 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 just so much. Mm-hmm. I, I may think that, but I'm never actually going to believe that because... I'm going. I'm always going to love the fact that there's constantly going to be Marvel content until oh, yeah. the the problem is though it's going to burn out 
because I think that after the multiverse saga, they need to slow the hell back down because they're yeah. going to overdo it by the end of it. It's going to be too much. Oh, no, I agree. I completely agree. I think less is more. I, I here, Here's the thing. I don't blame them for giving people more. And like you said, nope, I'm actually going to watch it. I'm going to I'm going to gobble it up. But you're absolutely right. It's it's a lot. Uh, and it's and it's because of the Disney Plus. They're pushing the Disney Plus. They want to make that a thing. They're they're putting as much content out as possible. I'm not going to complain that that you know uh, we got Daredevil that all these characters and Charlie Cox is coming back. Like I'm not going to complain whatsoever. We're going to have a She-Hulk show next week. Some of these things I think are going to hit. Some of these things are not going to hit so much, and. They're gonna kind of look at that, I think, and, yeah. and then move forward. Um, I, I, I'm with you. I don't know if it's gonna burn out. I don't know if we're ever gonna get to Endgame again. And I think if that's where people are putting their like expectations, I think they're gonna be very disappointed. I think that's where Disney and Marvel are putting their expectations. I think they're gonna try with yeah. No, of course, absolutely. I think okay, so. The Black Panther trailer, to me, is the best trailer Marvel's ever done. I think that's gotten me more excited for that movie than any of the movies they've ever watched, they've ever put out. The only thing close to that, I think, was the uh, the Infinity War trailer, I think. And it has me so excited for that movie. It, 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 it gives me a little bit of hope that, like... Well, I shouldn't say hope, because I think, I think most of the stuff they put out there is great... But I, it's I don't, I don't I don't know what I'm trying to say, but that movie looks fucking phenomenal. We haven't talked about that yet, have we? Have no, we haven't. It's been there. Okay, yeah. So we haven't talked about all the Marvel stuff they've announced. I guess this is kind of the best time to do it. Yeah, might as well dive in. There's because yeah. there was a lot, man. There yeah. was there was a lot. But that like when I I've watched that trailer probably a hundred times. I'm not even kidding. It's so good. It's it looks it's just. Far and away, I think the best trailer they've put out, they the emotion in it, the all the behind the things scenes stuff in your head, you're thinking about it, you're thinking about Chad with Bodwick, you think about all that stuff. And and the story they tell in that trailer, I'm just it gets me so excited for what's coming. Um and so stuff like that, when I get stuff like that, I, I kind of put away the uh Oh God! There's all these episodes of this and that and blah blah blah. That stuff kind of falls away. I think if they just do that, if they just do good movies, if they put out and like you said, less, you're you're absolutely right. Maybe like two movies a year, and then you get your Disney Plus stuff. Have it bigger movies. Um, I would I, I would be okay with three. One 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 holiday, one February, one summer. Is, I'm okay with three. I, isn't that kind of what we have right now? We've got three? like four or five, man. Do we? We had okay in twenty uh, twenty one's a bad example because of how everything got scrunched. Um, thought, well, no, okay, fine. This year, Doctor Strange was what February? When was when was Multiverse of Madness? Um, Last year. Uh, no, this or... year. Uh, May. Multiverse of Madness oh, was Madness. May. Sorry. Was Sorry. May. Love and Thunder was July, right? And then Wakanda Forever is in November. So it's three, but that's still kind of scrunched. And isn't that the end of this phase? Yeah, phase four yeah. ends there. And they've, but I mean, like 2023 is four movies is Ant Man, 
and the Wasp Quantumania is February. Guardians mm-hmm. is May. The Marvels is July. Blade is November. So, I mean, okay. they, you've got four. You've got two yeah. summer movies. I think that's... I, and yeah. I get it. One is opening summer. One is kind of closing summer. Fair enough. And then Blade in November, kind of getting that, that just post-Halloween vibe. I get that. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we get Cap and Thunderbolts in 2024. But again, May and July in 2024. Yeah. And the big problem is... We're we're gonna be getting a lot of X Men. I don't know how they they have to figure out. And I think you're one thousand percent right. You have to. I think they have to at least stop putting out. I think they have to get to three movies a year, like like you said. Like uh, I th- I think that's fine, but I also think space them out a little bit. I don't like I don't like how it seems like they're they're just gonna keep being like May, July, and holiday. Two summer movies is packing them in too much. I, you know, I want to see, I do like though, that for the, that phase six, what they've, they've really just announced three phase six movies. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's going to be it or if there are just others that are unannounced. Oh, uh, no, oh no, wait, hang on. Yes, there are. Never yes, mind. Never mind. There's never a mind. lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but goddamn. All right. Uh, two unannounced films in, on February 14th, July, 2025, February 14th of 2025. Then you have. The Kang Dyn- Avengers, the Kang Dynasty, May 2nd, an untitled film, July 25th, 2025, mm-hmm. and then uh, Avengers Secret Wars, November 2025. Ooh, you know what would be fun if we, we should guess what we think those are? I, I uh, Let me see if I can pull up an image. I don't even know, man. Okay, so my guess is... My guess is at Disney Plus or whatever the the Disney thing that they do. What's the, what's it called? The Disney D twenty three D twenty three. Do we know when that's at? Um, it's, uh, I don't know. The next like next year or or is it? There, they still haven't done it this year, right? Have they have they not done it this year? Oh no, September September 9th, tenth, and eleventh. So it's okay. in a month. So D twenty three. I'm assuming is when we find out. Exactly what movies those are. No, God, you've got three years yet, man. Give them another year. I think that's exactly why they they didn't show them at Comic Con. Um, I think they haven't shown them at Comic Con because they don't quite know what they are yet. I think they want to announce the the actors for Fantastic Four, because uh, that's I mean that's what we're getting right after. Wait, no, hold on. What's Phase 5? Phase 5, is, I have it right here. Phase 5 is uh, Ant-Man 3, Guardians 3, The Marvels, Blade, Cap 4, Thunderbolts. That's Phase 5. Okay. Oh, boy, yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's like, it's you get to the point where the, the first couple phases, right? Captain America, Iron Man, like they were very easily in each other's films. We're at the point now where, where's Eternals two? Like where does that I, fit see, in? See, here's the thing. I think that was one of the ones they have penciled in for this, and then yes. the Eternals did not do particularly well. So I think there's yeah. some drawing boredness going on here. I think one of them wants. I think they want one of them to be the Eternals too, and it probably still will be. But yeah, they leave these like. Uh, especially the way, with the way it ended, like, hey, there's more to tell here. Yeah. Um. Uh. And I and I know recently, what's his name talked about 
because what's his name? Uh, was it Patton Oswald? Yeah, has mentioned it's it's happening. It's just because I guess someone was like, "Hey, we didn't see anything Comic Con." He's like, "Yeah, no, it's still happening." Yeah. So so one of one of them assault. for sure. <laughs> Probably um, your, uh, one of these is Valentine's Day though. That's not going to be the Eternals. Deadpool. It's a, you think that's going? You think that's going to be Deadpool three? I think absolutely Deadpool and Valentine's Day is definitely they do it because I think they did that last time. That's fair. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Deadpool is I think absolutely one of these in Phase Six. I also think Uncanny X Men is going to be in here uh, for one of those movies. Um, I'm curious how they're going to do. I've talked about this in one of the groups. How do you think they're going to do Magneto? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I was asking is, did you see what's what's his name? Um, oh, um, um, talk about playing uh, Professor X. Yes. Um, oh, shoot. Esposito or something. I'm trying to think. Giancarlo Esposito. Yes. That's it. And I think he'd be perfect for for uh, Professor X. Uh, he's a he, he, yes. He's fantastic. He, he has that where like he can play off as like a good guy, and I hope he is a good guy. Yeah. Um, but, but very if, yeah. uh, sinister. There could be something underneath, you know. Because I mean, you look at I mean, look at Professor X. You know, just in general, he's not the most clean cut character. Oh no, he's made ton of mistakes, and he has been bad. As in, like he made decisions that got people killed, and he kind of just kept going and didn't and fucked with people's heads erased their memories of it you know he he's there's a, there is some bad underneath all that good and i think he would be perfect for that yeah and it got me and it got me wondering because Charles Xavier, you, you could put anyone in the role as long as they just embody Charles Xavier right sure there's nothing tying him to like it doesn't have to be Patrick or, Stewart right any of that stuff yeah exactly um but Magneto, on the other hand, he is – his There's, whole thing is – There is very specific baggage there. Yes, yes. He's a Jewish man who survived the Holocaust and then later on in life becomes pretty much a Nazi, right? He's a fascist later on in life. So there's you know that juxtaposition of it. Uh, but how do you do that in a modern Marvel movie? I mean take your pick, man. There's, yeah, I mean, there I are think, we are certainly in particular in America not short of groups that have been marginalized, persecuted and and almost hunted. Yeah, and so and so that's what that's what got me thinking. Uh, they could go the easy comic book route that you know, whatever X-Men movie takes place, let's say they do an X-Men movie, but it's set in an earlier time frame in a different universe. And one of these Avengers movies combines them. We don't know if they're going to do that. That's an easy way to do it, right? You have an 80s X-Men movie. doesn't take place in the MCU, but then it does. Or you do the comic book excuse of Magneto is very old, but his abilities is what keeps his age young. Yeah, I don't His like magnetic that. abilities. But, I mean, that's literally what they say in the comics. So that's, their, uh, that's uh, how they write it off. Yeah, I know, but I don't like that. Or... Do you make him uh, – this is what someone brought up in one of the groups. A black man who is an American, they said put him in like the the civil rights time period. And it, I, surviving the civil rights, I don't know if that's the same as the Holocaust. There's no real like equivalent to the Holocaust I guess. But I mean we had internment camps 
for Japanese. He could be he could be Japanese American. He could be a but, he could be but, a youth from that time. But, but that's what I that's what I'm curious about. Do you strip him of being a Jewish man? I don't. I'm kind of iffy about that. It's I I can see I can see arguments for and against either way because yeah. it's it is a very powerful and poignant part of it. So yeah. do you do you update it modern day? And I think that I think that you have to. I think that you you kind of need to to update that mm-hmm. in some way. And I definitely think you can. Like there's you know there's no shortage of of groups that that you could could say had you know the american version of that experience granted we we've stopped you know arguably short of of that since basically the manifest destiny where we decided we didn't need indigenous people but i mean that's about as close as we came to something quite like the holocaust but exactly. you know there are, I there, there's there's only a couple comic book characters that because there's not that many Jewish comic book characters, and there's only a couple that I would be like feel weird about changing him and the thing, just because the thing was the first Jewish comic book character and he was based off Jack Kirby. Yeah, that's one where I'd be like, no, let's not, no, he's let's have him be Jewish. That's you know, uh, and then the only other one, like I said, would be Magneto because that's just his that's yeah. his whole thing. Um, so I w- I'm totally – I'm super curious how Disney does this. Uh, I'm sure they have a plan, um, and I'd be down for whatever. You know, If they end up doing that, if they change it to update it, uh, I'll be there, of course, You know, watching it. Um, but it, it got me thinking like, hmm, how are they going to do this? Because X-Men's just been around forever, and it, they're so uh, – more than a lot of other characters just culturally – just tied to actual events and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm dude. I, I can't fucking wait until I hope they just stop doing MCU movies for a year or two and just straight up do just here's our phase six. It's all X-Men <laughs> like give everything else a break. Um, and I know they can't do that in a perfect world. I would love that. Just like let's get some X Men in here. Let's get something. Yeah, but then you run the you do run the same risk though of what happens in in comics where it's like okay and cool. So now we're gonna focus on X Men. So you're gonna have eight X Men titles out at the same time. And by the way, That's they true. all interconnect, and you have to read all of them or you're gonna get lost in three weeks. Oh yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. Um, yeah, no. It's it, it. They're having the same problem that comic books actually have though, because they're like, hey, we can't have like a hundred issues out a month. We got to cut some corners, so who's gonna join whose book? You know, <laughs> and I'm perfectly fine with that. Like, put some of the Eternals in Blade. You know, let's put Thor in something else. He doesn't really need his own movie anymore. You know, uh, I don't know. Uh, put Moon Moon Knight in someone else's thing. Have Moon Knight and Thor together. Like, there you go. Two. There's <laughs> an odd pair. <laughs> right. Like. Have some fun with it. Put them with Doctor Strange too. Like let's let's get weird. Uh, that's we can't we can't do. put everybody with Doctor Strange. Though. That's true. Yeah, and but see, I feel like that's what people have kind of pushed back with a little bit because they're like, this phase is very Doctor Strange heavy, and if you're not into it, you're kind of like, well, it's it does it is because they're building a multiverse though, and that's the that's one of the more obvious characters mm-hmm. to use in terms of setting that up. 
Yeah. Um, I like how much Wong has been utilized in these few phases. I'm I'm very on board with that. And I think that's something that not enough people have been talking about. Like how he is yeah. he's literally everywhere. Um but I also am curious about where chronologically the Eternals takes place because we haven't seen the fallout from the end of that yet. And that was kind of a big thing for Earth. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, that's, uh, and, I'm ooh, curious. I need you to finish Miss Marvel. Uh, oh my God. Is, is it, is it related to that or is it something, do they, let me, let me ask, let me ask this in a way that won't spoil. I don't spo- want to spoil it. I don't I, want to spoil it. I, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm, it's I massive. Just, like it's, it's, this is, is it MCU something changing? I, I, is it something What's a very vague way to put this? Is it something that already was assumed to exist, but now we have confirmed it exists? I don't know if I even want to answer that. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> it just you you gotta see it. You gotta right. see it. Uh, right. It and it's good too. Like it's it's actually really good. Um, yeah, like I I enjoyed the first episode. Like I loved how they shot it. I loved the way that they integrated. Uh, yeah. Like the texting and everything, like it was really good. It has my my not watching it has absolutely nothing to do with a critique oh, yeah. on quality or anything. At oh all. no, I know you're in the hole right now. Yeah, with, I'm, yeah. So I get it. I totally get what you're saying. Um, my my my, my problem with uh with Miss Marvel is the first three episodes felt amazing, and they don't really they don't continue with that style because things happen, the story changes, they go in a different direction. And I, I hope that when they do the second season, if I'm sure they will, uh, more of the first part of this, this show. And the whole second part had to happen just because it's an origin story and whatnot. Narratively, but, that was where it was going. Yes, but I will take eight episodes of the first three of this one because that just – it felt – like you said, you watched it. You were like, oh, yep, this is fun. This is yeah. – you know, give me more of that. It's it's so. very much like th- it was very much like this was made by and for Gen Z. It seemed like like they yeah. really had they really got that you know pretty well narrowed down. Like the whole ADDness of it, it was very yes. It was a refined because I know you you were not a fan of Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I want to revisit that. That's one movie I've wanted to revisit and for I, a while. I, I think you should because this. I, I will agree. I will. I will absolutely agree because you said it one time. You're like, "This is such ADD filmmaking." Yes. And you and you are not wrong. And yeah. I. But I feel like Miss Marvel is what happens when the the generation that is in film school or you know somewhere along the way yeah. watches Scott Pilgrim and goes that, and then they make it, and you get Miss right. Marvel. That's they they run it through their lens and refine it their way, and you get Miss Marvel. Yeah, Scott Scott Pilgrim happened so that you could then get to this point because it is very similar. Exactly. There's a lot of similarities. Um, the Mitchells versus the Machines is another yeah. great example of this kind of of filmmaking style, mm-hmm. um, and it is. They owe a lot to Scott Pilgrim, and you can very clearly see, like, ah, yes, this this was the the elder of this in its own way. Um, but yeah, I would I would be really curious to see if you went back and rewatched it what you'd think. Yeah, I think I had probably more of an open mind. I just it was just, just so much I, blah, blah, I, I just couldn't do it. And you and you and you're not wrong. You are not yeah. wrong. But yeah. 
I, I yeah. still find it tremendously enjoyable. Oh yeah, so I'll give that another go. There's not, we, there's too much. We've gone over the Marvel stuff. I don't know if there's any more else to talk about with that. We got a lot of movies coming up. Um, uh, and yeah, no, I mean we got what She Hulk right around the corner. Yeah, She Hulk in a week. That should be fun. Um, you, you know who? I, you know we we talk about not having a lot of spare time for this stuff. You know who does yeah. have a ton of spare time now to do stuff? Who? Vince McMahon. Oh yes. Let's talk about this. Oh boy, where do we start with him? Um, let's let's uh, let's start with the fact that none of this is a surprise. Yes, it's it's it it is various degrees of awful, terrible, disgusting, and deplorable behavior. And it's all still, and it's all very, very wrong. But nobody is really surprised. No, yeah, I'm surprised it took this long for this kind of thing to hit the WWE. It should hit them years ago, especially when everyone was coming out with. That's when I thought everything was gonna agree. Like, yeah, you know, because you just straight up have the WWE making cartoons about Ric Flair. You know, touching flight attendants. Yeah, they, when they the did joke. the yeah they did the plane ride from hell episode as a camp WWE like like you know just sort of oh wasn't this funny and then yeah. dark side of the ring comes out and it's like actually no it was it was not funny it was not funny at all right right and you know and we know this is we knew about the boys doing it we knew about higher management this is the highest as it gets yeah this is this is yeah and but again this is this is the fbi knock knocking on your door at mar lago right like this is they didn't yeah they didn't knock (laughs) but yeah like this is uh when you're looking for documents about nuclear weapons you tend not to knock Oh but, my God! I love they did that on my birthday. I was so happy. I, there you go, man. That's it. May, and, you know, we'll get to the end of the month. Maybe they'll indict on mine. Like, yeah, it would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, but no, like you're you're absolutely right. Like this all came out, and it was like, oh, okay. So now now we have to do something about this. Now this can't just be, you know, swept under the rug. Boys will be boys, kind of. Right. You know, back in the '80s and everything, kind of deal something really has to give. And I feel like this was not, Vince McMahon did not make the decision to retire. This oh, was, no. this was an everybody in the entire corporate structure and the investors and advertisers, everybody who had a stake in WWE looking at him and saying, you need to go. Oh yeah. No, his, his retirement was his daughter coming out and saying, yeah, you guys heard Vince McMahon retired. All right, and here are whoever they brought out. Yeah, right. I forgot, I forgot who it was. It was but... like, and, and on with the show. And it's like, yeah, well, exactly. I mean, you know, in fairness, that is what he would have wanted for it to just be like, all right, on with the on with the show. Yeah, but like, you, like they t- – okay, never mind. I was going to say – Given no. the circumstances – They gave – okay, never mind. Go the, ahead. There was no – like you weren't going to have a party. No. Not no. with Not with this being what it was. No way. They, yeah. that was not going to be the plan. Now there will be, I guarantee you, when he does eventually kick and they have to have a memorial episode, then there will be the tributes and there'll be this and then there'll be that. And he'll go in the hall of fame that year and, and they'll pretend like this never happened. I still think there's a lot we don't know. I think, oh, I think that, there's tons of, we're still learning right, stuff. Right, right. right. That, that's, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's, there's, yeah. 
there's so much that we don't know. Yeah, you're right. They found another five more million. This paid off, and it, it and I'm 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 waiting for the worst to leak. Um, and that's when that when that stuff comes out because it will eventually. That's when it's like, do you do a movie about that? Do you do a show about that? Do you is is there going to be a Harvey Weinstein? You know, is someone going to try and capitalize on that? Well, I mean, or, the Netflix the Netflix show is shelved. Right. That that's that's what I mean. It's like he's kind of tarnished, which is wild. His entire history. Yeah, now, it's granted, like, oh no, it got worse. Like, right, right. Who saw that coming? Yes. Now, granted, we don't know. We don't know the details. Um, only a little bit, I guess, because of the we we know about some of this stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's. It's it's crazy because I was looking forward to the Vince McMahon TV show. I was looking forward to his knowing his history, but Jesus Christ, now it's gonna, oh, man. So anyway, I yeah. Now now I'm much now I'm much less excited about. That. Yeah, it feels gross. Yeah, um, and God, to be a fly on the wall at this company. Um, I I don't know if I talked about this last time. Dan Reichard uh, from Giant Bomb. He uh his his uh. He knew at the last WrestleMania that he was going to he was going to leave the WWE and uh, go back to doing Twitch and stuff like that and Giant yeah. Bomb, and that was like his last big show, and so he's come back and, he, and he's been so interesting to listen to because he he was there he saw it he saw it all went down and he knew a lot of this stuff was coming, um, not that specifically uh, but a lot of the other stuff behind the scenes. Um, with like Jarn, with Laurenitis and whatnot, and how he treated people, and it was just all so obvious. Uh, but I don't know. Anyway, it's sorry, I gotta get a drink of water. My voice. <laughs> yeah, that's... but oh it's it's God. been crazy. But the good thing though is it's actually been fun to watch. It's it's made yeah because now with Triple H in charge of creative, you've had. I mean, come on, we get Karrion Cross and Scarlet back. Like yeah. I'm, I was, I was so like all of a sudden when they, as soon as that music hit, I was like, I know that song. I know that damn song. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And now I'm just wondering like, now who else? There's absolutely an air of who else as what? well. There should be, because we also saw in a very, you know, they grabbed Gronk at WrestleMania kind of rehash Dexter yeah. Loomis being stopped by security. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, and I loved how they did that. Yeah, that's something to me. The WWE has—I don't know if they've ever done it that way, because usually it's so in your face. You have the announcers going, "Who is that?" Oh my, and I yeah. think maybe they did whisper it or something. But I they, didn't they did it. kind of. But Corey Graves on commentary was just kind of like, "Was that? Was that? Didn't catch that it. Was that Dexter Loomis? But, like but it's a—it was a very like almost off mic. It yeah, was. It wasn't it. like he was saying it as commentary. It was almost like he was genuinely asking somebody. Yes, um, I, I, they, they, which was great. The way they acted as if there was an actual incident, because that's what I thought, that maybe people were fighting, there was an incident in the yeah. stands, and, and I don't – maybe I didn't see it because I was working, but they didn't show it. They just showed AJ, and I and the way the camera panned him, yeah. it was acting as if it was real, and that's what you do. Yeah, barely. It was barely in frame. Like you could kind of make him out, but it – I am I am hoping and praying that – it's like a hey, everybody who was released from NXT is now going to kind of invade the main roster. I want to yes. see like a this is the kind of NXT invasion I want to see of the oh, you didn't want us around. 
guess what? Now you have to deal with us. Yeah, like that's, and, and I like I, like I would Lord love the that. Lines. Throughout that whole episode, there were other weird things that happened, right? Like there was a car accident in the back of one scene, but they never mention it. They don't talk about it. They don't point to it, but you see it. Yeah. Like I am all for the idea of like, okay, let's set up some mysteries. Let's do some fucking storytelling again. That's exactly what it is. It's a story. Oh, and it's – that idea alone gets me excited about it. It yeah. gets me wanting to turn into the next episode and go, what the fuck was that? Because you know they're going to mention they're going to go – or they're, they're, maybe they will or something's going to come of that. Yeah. Um, and it's it's going to be it's gonna be interesting. Um, I like that KO came back and it was KO from years ago. Yeah, it, it wasn't – He just came in and murdered Elias or whatever his Ezekiel. brother's name is. Ezekiel. No, was. no. It's, that is Ezekiel. Right. I'm glad they're done with that. Nope. You're – you're, 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 yeah. or at least they're getting KO out of that story. There, I think that's going to be the end of that. I think you're going to see Elias come yeah. back in like four months, and they're going to be like, "Yeah, Ezekiel retired." Yes, and exactly. like, I really do. I think that that was I, his beard back. I genuinely think that's going to be the that's it. That's the end of. Yo, and then years later, a couple years later, you mention it. You you slyly throw things. Oh, in. it won't it won't take that long because KO yeah. is going to be KO will walk up to him and just be like. Which one are you? Yeah, exactly. You yeah. say you're Elias, but are you Elias? Have you always been Elias? Or there are you, you ever not Elias? Like, it'll be a whole thing. Yeah. But this this is the KO I like. The KO, he should be in the title picture always. Not always, but you know what I mean? He is He's a top guy for me. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, he should be up there in the picture, you know, not right now because of what they're doing, but he should be in the conversation. He should always be... Like on the edge of that, I what do you, what do you think they do with um with the the bloodline right now? Do you do you continue to do that story that you've done the last couple of years? I think so. You don't think you switch it up a little bit? Yeah, uh-huh. break them up. Nothing. No, I I think that I I think you hang on to it for a little bit yet, um because I mean he's gonna retain at Clash at the Castle like that's not yeah. gonna that that's not gonna change anything, um. It's it's gonna keep being what it is for a while, and I think you hang on to it still. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, eventually, yeah, you will break them up. But I think, we, I think, I think you eventually give it to Cody, and I think we've talked about this, right? Where you said you you said you want Cody to go for it, fail, and then come back a year later, right? I think that makes a great a great story because the easiest yeah. story is to just have him you know win it and it's like that's that's actually just kind of lame though yeah like don't just have him show up and be the conquering hero have him show up and fall short that oh, wow. was that was the best thing that ECW did was when they had Tommy Dreamer constantly just miss it right like he was always just short and the only reason he won it was because there was nobody else like yeah. everybody went to WWE or WCW. And so he had to, and yeah. he hated it. So they did a compromise where he won it, and then immediately lost it in an impromptu match. So there's no, there's not a picture of Dreamer holding up that ECW title. He doesn't have mm. that moment. Yeah, and that's like, I mean, that was that was something that was really great. But yeah. I, so no, I don't think I think you know, you know, have Cody come in and have him, you know, all full of fire and piss and vinegar, and he's gonna go after it any short mm-hmm. and then take the year to go through the cycle of like, but I'm Cody Rhodes. Right. I, 
I I rivaled WWE practically on my own and have him spiral, have him spiral for a good little long time, and then but not don't build a slow redemption either. Make it a bounce. You know he heads to the bottom, he heads to the bottom, and finally he comes around. Because once he comes around, that rise back to the top is going to be instantaneous. Yeah. And you can't burn that out. You know, have him go into Survivor Series, some kind of heel. You know, yeah. whatever. Whenever he comes around, and it's like, okay, and I'm going to build up and build up and build up. And that's what I would do is have him, you know, and have him do it by winning. Or you know, have him mm-hmm. have him fall short. You know, at the Rumble. You know, and then somehow, you know, gets his way into a title shot or something. Let it always be like he kind of finds his way in. He doesn't win it outright, but he always kind of finds his way. He always kind of finds his way. And then when he gets to the big time, he gets to that big moment and he's short. And then, you know, he gets his rematch at whatever, you know, not backlash or whatever, but, you know, whatever it is that's after payback, I think is when they always have after WrestleMania, whatever. And he gets his rematch and he's even shorter. He's that extra little bit, you know, because it's not WrestleMania, so it's not this, you know, 25-minute epic. It's, you know, it's a good 17, 18-minute match, but it's not quite as hard fought. He's not as good as he thinks that he is. It's not all right there. And have him spiral over the next, you know, six, seven months, and then coming coming around Survivor Series, you know, winds up, again, he just kind of makes his way onto the team but there it is there's your there's your turning Cody around moment he winds up being the sole survivor and that's the story you tell through that match is Cody Rhodes finally finds that extra gear he finds that thing he's been looking for and he digs and he digs and there it is and he comes out on top whichever brand's team he's on because it's always going to be about brand supremacy which never means anything except when you do this use that as the way to make Cody feel like Cody again. And suddenly, now he's back on top. But there's that extra little bit of, oh, this time he might actually have it. And then he's not finding a way into anything. He earns it. You know, give him a, give him a, a you know, a quick, you know, maybe a, 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 a chance at the, the IC title or something for, you know, for, you know, six or eight weeks or whatever. And... He has to make a choice, you know, when he wins the Royal Rumble, is he going to go go on to try to be a double champ or whatever it is? Or is he going to put one aside, like make that part of something? And he has to make that choice and he's going to say, no, you know, as much as I I love this championship, I said when I came back to this company, I was going to hold that title high. I was going to do that for my dad and that's what I'm going to do. And he rededicates that and goes on, you know, he wins the rumble and just tears this path to mania. And if Roman's still the champ, then he's still the champ. It's whatever. But whoever it is that's at mania, he grits it out and he digs and he digs and he finds that extra gear again and and he earns it. That's the way I want to see it because that's how you make you know, Survivor Series used to be huge. Survivor Series used to be something really impressive for a long, long time. But this whole brand warfare crap has has diminished that a lot, yeah. and it's and it's tragic because Survivor Series could really be something cool. That's how you build that back. Give that to Cody to be his his one match redemption because that five v five match is usually like an hour long. It's kind yeah. of ridiculous. But build that, make that mean something, and use that to to build him back up, 
and and you can absolutely carve that path to the rumble. And you know, you don't have to give him a title in between cuz maybe that does some damage to whichever championship he's holding. But have him just just start suddenly going on a tear and now he's winning again and he's got that confidence back, but it's not now it's earned. Now there's there's been that little bit of I've been humbled for the last year, you know. I thought I had everything going for me and I was injured, but I came back and I still had the swagger and I was the American nightmare and it wasn't enough. But now, now I found the piece that I was missing and that makes me more dangerous than ever. Mm-hmm. And just watch him like that. And then you build that straight through the rumble, straight through to mania. Boom. Done. You know, throw a couple roadblocks in his way. You know, it'll be fine. Whatever. You know, a little bit of, I would love to see like Cody and Orton have a little mini feud in there at some point, because I think the generational thing would be great. And the old mentor mentee thing from legacy would be great. Um, but you can have, even have him be like, sort of like the mini boss. That's who he's got to beat to get in the rumble, or that's who he's got to eliminate last to be in the rumble, or there's your one and two in the rumble. And they last all the way to the end. That's yeah. a fascinating story. You know, there's a lot of ways you could go with it with that, but they're there. And I think that's how you do something like that. It rebuilds, it gives Survivor Series a meaning again. Because the whole brand warfare thing is just crap. But if you can use that as a vehicle to elevate people. Look what they did with Keith Lee a few years ago. Before they decided they didn't know what they were to do with Keith Lee. Right. When he went in there and showed up against Roman. That was big. Like that helped and Brock. And well, and Brock, you know, later on, mm-hmm. you know, that that the Survivor Series match was 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 Keith Lee to shine against Roman, who was was still the guy even back at that point. And it was like, oh damn, all right, bet he's he, he's right. for real. And that got him to the Rumble against Brock, where where when his music hit, I still love the look on Brock's face of just like, okay, yeah, let's go, let's do this. I'm excited yeah. about this. Which oh, yeah. you didn't see a lot out of Brock unless it was during an R-Truth promo. Right. <laughs> exactly. I love how that was a bet. That was a bet that Paul Heyman had that, that R-Truth could not get... Uh, somebody in the back had that R-Truth couldn't get Brock to break. No. And Heyman was on, was on Truth's side. Heyman, Heyman came down and was just like, no, I think he can do it. And they wanted to tell Brock. They wanted to get Brock in on it. They were just like, nah, 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 just, just go out there and do it. And Brock didn't even hesitate, man. He he cracked up like crazy. And it was, God, that was so fun. Oh, that yeah. was so much fun to watch. And it made me remember why I liked R-Truth. And I really miss his 24-7 title shenanigans. But it's, uh, it's going to be really interesting when we get to the the finals uh, speaking of, of titles and people we don't see anymore. It's going to be really interesting when they, when they finally have the finals of the women's tag title tournament and you have, you know, whoever, whatever team winds up winning, standing triumphant in the ring, holding the women's championships and outcome Naomi and Sasha Banks to beat the crap out of them. Mm. I guarantee I, I, you're not going to see him before you then. You're not going to see him before then. You're going to see him after the match. Yeah. You're gonna see him after the match. I would put I would almost put money on it. That's that's the narrative element there. If they're gonna yeah. come back, that's that to me makes the biggest like that's a that would be a, a hell of a way to do it. Yeah. 
yeah, no, I. It all sounds great, dude. Yeah, I, I could totally see them doing that. Um, yeah, man, I I don't know. I I went back and watched um. Uh, Cody Rhodes. Uh, what was it? Uh, what was the last thing he did with Seth? Where his that Hell in a Cell match. That Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, God, it was brutal. Yeah, it was so brutal. But it was it was amazing. It was a fin- it was a just absolute match of the year candidate. Oh yeah, full stop. The storytelling in it was just so good. And now and now imagine what he's gonna be allowed to do with Triple H. Yes, yes, so much Triple so. Triple H unders and 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 you know like you said this is all gonna lead to him and Roman. I mean the whole bloodline seems like it was made for Cody Rhodes to go against uh, for them to to go against each other. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It got me excited. I, I watched the, the, uh, Stone Cold interview with him. I don't know if you've seen it. No, it's so good. Like he's so, he's so far ahead of most people. I think with the thinking and, 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 and wanting to execute and he knows exactly what he wants. And I don't know. It's really, it was a really cool, uh, to hear them go because you know that Stone Cold worked for Dusty, right? You know he, he for at WCW, like it just yeah. they, they, those those two families have you know they've got some there's, history. There is there is absolutely history there for sure. Oh yeah, and it was just it was also cool listening to Cody talk about you know um, what was it OVW um, and coming up through there and you know what he learned. Because it's interesting. You would think someone is the son of Dusty Rhodes, you're, you know, how, what what you could learn from him. But the problem is learning from Dusty Rhodes is Dusty's already over. Yeah. He didn't have to do anything uh, for a long time to continue to get over because he was already over. So uh, he was ta- – it was interesting hearing Cody saying how much he learned from a lot of a lot of the trainers and a lot of the people that – didn't quite get over like Dusty did and what they had to do to claw and pick their way through it. And, uh, you know, so I don't know. It's a really interesting conversation. I watched that. I've watched a ton of things. I watched a uh, Kurt Angle interview um, recently and they got me thinking just like, I, like did Kurt, did Kurt Angle retire? Yeah, he had his last match against Baron Corbin. Remember that? I wonder if we see Kurt Angle again. I doubt it. Have him come back. Have him go against uh, 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 John Cena. I think that's how you retire. That that was how it should have been. That was yeah. how that match should have gone. It should have been. It should have been Angle and John Cena. And yeah. you know, it, let either one of them go over. Like there wouldn't have been a bad ending to that match. See to me that because you know how every year they have to have like the old guy returns and they 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 bring they they drag Goldberg out <laughs> from underneath the car and they bring him out to the. I if you're gonna drag an old wrestler, get Kurt Angle and John Cena together. I think that would be interesting. Yeah, because they would put on they would put on a great match. They, they would. Uh, they one hundred percent would. Yeah. Um. But uh, this like this gets like. Do you think they're gonna bring Bray Wyatt back? Like, they like may. now that now that Vince is gone, this is it's it's. What what's the phrase that um that they that they oh what's his, oh hold on sorry the business has picked up. No, there, there's a phrase okay. that uh, there's a something shift. I forgot what, what paradigm what shift. Paradigm shift. That's exactly what this agreed. One hundred percent agreed. That's what this is. This is this is. When it went from the Attitude Era 
to the uh, uh, to the to- what was it the ruthless aggression ruthless aggression yeah I was trying to think of the what John Cena said um, that's what this is this is an entirely new era and it's it's exciting to see it from the beginning and seeing. You know, and I like that there's just subtle changes. It's not you didn't turn on the show and it's a completely head to toe different uh, product. It's it you could tell he's slowly integrating all of the things that he's been wanting to do for a while. Yeah. Um. And and a lot of that has to do with the NXT talent. I think that's all going to be shook up. Um. I'm excited to see who they bring up. Uh. I'm excited to see what NXT looks like in a year from now. Um. Because now, like, you, you know who, sh- you know his podcast that I watched? And I, I was like, do I want to watch this? This is, this is gonna, you know, but, but it, it, but it was because I saw his match. Uh, and it was Logan Paul. Now, Fair. Logan Paul has a million reasons for you not to like him. Right? I, but his, <laughs> I cannot say that he, like, it was a, it was a damn good match. He put on one hell of a match. He's doing better than some of the actual, you know, uh, trained. I don't know. I don't want to go too far. But he looks like he has been in, through NXT and he has trained all, all of that. Like, he gets it. He he goes in. like, and, and I forgot who I heard say this. But they said he's got this. And the only thing they've seen close to it is when Kurt Angle came in from, from – uh, uh, from the Olympics, right? From like wrestling, wrestling. Yeah. Um, and I, I can't not like from uh, maybe it's a fluke, you know, but but from what I saw, and I think a lot of it has to do with the you know his dancing partner with the Miz. It, he, oh, for sure. Yeah, he he knew how to make him look good and make like when he's jumping off and like you they were telling a story. It was just so so well done. And I saw that Triple H was on his podcast that week coming out of that and i was like oh well i want to hear what triple h has to say and they were just you know it, it was a really cool conversation a lot triple h talked about a lot of stuff because i was like yeah what like this is one of the, like i haven't heard triple h talk that much since the change and he sits down for an hour and he talks about how like you know he, he never really be able to fill the shoes but he's got ideas and and he looks at he looks at wrestling a little bit differently. He looks at it as a story, as a movie, as a television show. He, like that's what he compares it to. He's like he he goes when you remember a moment from a movie and a TV show, you don't you never forget it. You, you're talking about twenty years later from Pulp Fiction when the heart stops and like you're just there's just and he goes that's that's what I'm trying to get. Yeah. Those 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 are the things I'm trying to do. He was like it's almost so much that the moves don't even matter as much as the as as what may, what it makes you feel matters, uh, and so yeah, it was just always I don't know. It's a really cool conversation. I highly recommend it. Um, and he's Logan Paul isn't as douchey as I normally see him, um, but it was probably because that's his boss now, right? Like, yeah, probably. And, and I love that he's taking it seriously. This is not just a, you know, and I'm sure he could actually probably help them with like social media and all of that because you know he's. I, I don't know if there's a bigger podcast than his right now. You know, I, I don't know how big Joe Rogan is, but like Logan Paul's is pretty popular. It's like, forget how many millions of people uh, are subscribed to him, but it's, I don't know. I, I, I'm sure that helps the WWE. I'm sure. Oh, I'm, oh I, yeah. no doubt. I'm sure that's something that can help them, but I don't know. I thought it was really good. Um, 
So definitely go listen to it. That that was one thing I wanted to talk about was how great I thought his match was. Um, what else? What the, we didn't even really go over SummerSlam, did we? Not not a what, lot. What did you think of the What did you think of the final match? I I you know, um, it was everything it needed to be. It was so much better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, because they they really they really went at it, and you could tell Brock was was absolutely committed to his bit of just like no it's gonna take a, a damn army to stop yeah. me and they we've brought it him, like yep, he, we've seen them go against each other a million times yeah they had to do something different and boy did they ever uh, yeah yeah <laughs> i still i you know i mean you know we'll talk forever about you know him with the tractor flip you know jacking up the ring like that which was its own kind of you know just absolutely holy shit moment um yeah. But man, how smooth was that mic catch? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Too smooth. Too smooth. Yeah. But so like they really did put on like cause you do, you watch this and you're just like, oh my god, it's Brock and Roman again. Are you serious? Yeah. But they did it right. Yeah. They did it right this time, which was to be like, no no. This needs to feel like the end. Excuse me. Yeah. It needs to feel like this was the the finale to this. Right. And man, did it deliver. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, they, they showed us something we have not seen before. I said, boy, this is true. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, this is true. Um, there were some other good things. Like, I thought the first the first match was great with uh, Becky and Bianca. I yeah. thought they killed it. And then with, with Bailey coming out, um, like, it was perfect. Yeah, with 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 Io Shirai and Dakota Kai, it was like, oh, yes. okay, they're not like there was a lot of speculation about whether or not those two would even continue to be involved with the company. Yeah, and so okay, so not only are we going to bring them out, but we're going to showcase them and put them with a returning Bailey. Like, there's no downside here. I think that was one of those Triple H things where he was like, I'm going to let them know that that, that, that see, you expect more of these little things. Yeah. And that's what he's been doing, right? He's been he's been putting these little things in. So, ah, man, it's it was. I thought it was good. It was a really good show. Like, I, I'm so much more excited to actually watch it now than I was the last god year or two, however many years. It's been a couple of years now where I'm just like, it's just kind of like, oh, it's the same all over again. Who cares? Yeah. It none of this is gonna matter in in two months. Like, right. There's nothing interesting going on. You know, why bother? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I just have a feeling where it's just it's gonna be in such a better place, uh, moving forward. Um, yeah, and I mean the, the, this totally, yeah, I think maybe Bray Wyatt comes back. I don't know. I'd, I, I'd I'd like to see it. Yeah, I think when Big E comes back, you know, we might get something really cool. Yeah, you know? man. Oh, how massive that's gonna be. Yeah, I'm God. I'm thinking about well, a lot of these like. These these guys that came up through Triple H and like I think they'll be treated, you know, fairly um, for once. So yeah, dude, I'm I'm, I'm really excited. Have you watching any AEW? Uh, yeah, actually, I did watch it. I did watch Quake at the Lake or whatever that was. I they <laughs> they leaned at least they understand that they're silly. Yeah, yeah. But oh I, yeah, I you know it's you know it is what it is. I'm not. I haven't found anything in AEW in a little while that I'm really hyped about. Like Punk Moxley is going to be good, but I'm not super 
stoked about it. I'm excited because I want to know what happens after that. And then that's the, that's it's it was so unfortunate that he got injured. Yeah. Because I feel like we we're we're at where we should have been then, you know, because uh, we you know I want to see moving forward. What what are, what are the matches going to be? Who are we going to get mixed up in it? Um, I'm you know they put MJF off for a little bit, so it's going to be even better once he returns if he does. You know that that's the whole. If he will. It's a work. This is not. Uh, no, I know, I know, but yeah. that's 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 what I'm saying. It's going to be so much better. So I think once he gets back into it, and I think that's what you do. That's why they they've held him off for so long. Yeah, uh, it's been easy to do that. So yeah, that's it. That's how that's who you bring back. That that's who you get to go against. Uh, CM Punk, um, but I mean, I'm excited to watch both. I want both to be better because I have to imagine people are going to be b- before you could get new people going. Yeah, I'll go to AEW. I have more probably might have more of a chance of shining there. Yeah, now all of a sudden, no, now all of a sudden, the place with a ton of money has someone in charge that is very competent and people you know respect and. You know, the, the, and has a history a of when they're given the chance to run their own TV show. It turns out some of the best risk. It turns out what you know there. There is no AEW without old school NXT. Oh yeah! Oh absolutely! Uh, like full stop. And I, I don't yeah. like. I don't care. Anybody wants to say New Japan? They can say whatever they want. Without NXT, there is no AEW. Period. Oh yeah! No, absolutely. Um, at least old NXT. Like those those first days, man. Those that energy was insane. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, man, I'm going to be like, what, what does Nakamura look like now? I haven't even seen him. He's been on, now he's been on SmackDown. He's, he's, okay, he was on SmackDown. Yeah. He's, he's challenging Gunther for the Intercontinental title. Oh, okay. That's great. Hell yeah. Like I can see his character being used a lot better now. Uh, than before, and it, um, it'll be really great when when uh, when Rick Boogs comes back from his injury, because right. he was there was a guy that just had charisma to spare. Like it was yeah. it was obscene how much charisma he had. And again, I guess I didn't see. I haven't really watched that much in the last year, so yeah, I guess maybe, maybe I just completely missed it because that's why. But yeah. but it, it'd be nice to get excited about that again. So yeah, I'm. I'm pumped. Look forward to, to more of that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else we missed? or uh, Not recently, at least. Okay. All right. Well, then I guess we can, uh, we can wrap it up. I can uh, rest my voice. I'm still trying to bring it back from yeah. getting sick. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I'm getting, I'm getting into the new place, um, uh, getting everything settled. Hopefully next time I'll probably be in a – smaller room uh, to do this it might have a new mic as well so um but yeah uh yeah there's a ton tons of things coming up we're gonna watch and play and whatnot and uh can't wait to talk about it, especially wrestling dude i really want to get more into that and i want to I, I know we talked about it last time but i want to get into what you're uh what you're watching um what episode do you say you're on uh six i'm somewhere in the like early mid six mid 60s maybe have you seen um, the show? The the actual the you, uh, when they took, I haven't um, because okay. I do want like there's, I they did take kind of like before the show before the original show starts up to the first big arc, 
Okay. Is what the first season covers, um, and I do want to watch it. And I will get. I will get to that. Okay. Um, I've seen. A, I've seen a couple episodes of that. And they're really good. Yeah. It. It does. It starts like the like the the actual Legend of Vox Machina show starts before. Yeah. They made it a Twitch show. Like they had to adapt some of the, uh, the pre-broadcast stuff. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, which I think is just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's like blurred out, right? Well, when they show images of it or something, they so there was a lot of like, what art do they own? Because especially because if you watch it on uh, at least because I'm watching it on YouTube and it's on Geek and Sundry's channel, which does not own the rights to Vox Machina and and that stuff. Critical Role is its own company now. So I think that's I think it's a rights thing that is why that stuff is is blurred out. Um, I may be wrong, but I think that's I think that's why. Um, okay. Oh, real quick before I forget. Sure. Did you know that Greg Miller has a WWE show? I did. I did know. Yes. That. This is awesome. Have you seen it? I haven't. No, but I, awesome. like, I'm I'm excited for him. Like, yeah. I'm, like good for him. Local yeah, local boy him, makes good. <laughs> yeah, it's just him gushing over over wrestling <laughs> and like specific topics. Um, he also has like the kind of funny have a kind of fun wrestling. They started like a league. Oh, that's the other thing. I got WWE 2K too, 22 or whatever. There we go. Yeah, 22, 22 was a good shout. I don't know if you have it or not. I I don't. I played. I mean, it was one that I got through GameFly, so I had it for a oh, while. Oh, okay. But. Gotcha. So yeah, I went in there, downloaded characters, downloaded all the ones from his because he he it's it's his he does like a wrestling league where he has created characters. They've created characters for all the people there, and like. Dan Reichert and like Jeff Gerstmann and like all their little their little world they made characters for and he does like a wrestling promotion for it and so they put them together and they like they they have them you know they I don't know what they do I think it's just all a uh, AI generated okay that's fair but they'll but they'll like put them together they'll put them in in um tag teams they'll they tell stories through it it's <laughs> hysterical because of the shit that. Like they're like, oh no, she jumped off the ring in the wrong direction, and like just stupid shit. But it's been really fun to watch that. So yeah, I don't know. I just, I just thought of that. It was really cool to see Greg Miller at SummerSlam talk about it. I was like, holy shit! Like, it's just it's so crazy, it's so crazy. I didn't think he would get to that level uh, with that company, but yeah. Anyway, where were we? Yeah, we. Whew. We will, uh, yeah, make sure you go to our Twitter, uh, at WeGeekPodcast. Um, send us an email, WeGeekPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we are on Android, Apple, Spotify, you name it. And, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Captain? Captain. <laughs>